what what type of a noise does a banana make? You go. That he would just do that on planes to annoy people. He would just make banana noises. Uh, strangers? <laughs> he would do it to strangers. Who had wronged him? Yeah. Or anyone? I think who had wronged him. He'd just make <laughs> banana noises. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's get, let's start. Yeah. All right. Welcome to episode two of Yeti Village. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I am Colin Panetta. I am the director of UXUI at Last Call Media. Very nice. Yeah. How long, you, how long have you been here? Uh, I think like seven years, I think. Somewhere around there. Wow. Yeah. So if it's 2018, that would mean like 2011. That's, that's definitely within two years. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what brought you to Last Call? Um, I, uh, well, I went to college for design years before that and I got out and I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. And then I worked at a film festival for like five years and then, uh, that ended and I needed a job <laughs> and I was like, well, I could always, could always try that design thing again. And uh, uh, <clears throat> so I was looking for kind of like really anything. And I was really set on uh, the Eric Carle Museum was hiring uh, education position. And that's what I had done at the film festival for five years. And I was like, this is great. I'm an illustrator. That's an illustration school. I've done this kind of work. I'm like, definitely going to get this job. And so... You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So I also applied to be a, uh, to work the register at a computer repair store. And I, during the interview, I was like, I don't care about this job. I'm going to get that other job. Who cares? I just like have to, like, it's responsible yeah. to do this. Yeah. And, um, I did not even get a call back on the education job. I had like a reference from someone who was like f a friend of the person who was hiring, like a really good reference. Yeah. And uh, they didn't even call me back. And I, and I heard like through the grapevine that it was like super competitive. Um, and so uh, I did get a call back from the computer repair store, but they were like, you're not gonna work the register you're gonna do design because we're starting to do websites. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, I actually. <laughs> what's funny is I actually feel like the best interviews are ones that, whether intentionally or not, you don't care about. Oh yeah. And when you're just like, I'm me. This is like whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, and Sean, who did the interview, told me that. Like he was like, we had interviewed someone like for that position. And they were like really nervous and sweaty, and they were like, "We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna uh, hire that sweaty weirdo." <laughs> and they were like, "I don't know about that." This guy seems cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So that was, I mean, so you've been here basically since the beginning of last call. Yeah, within like a year of the beginning, I think. Um, it's pretty we, wild. We still have clients who started before me, maybe just one. Um, I don't know about everybody, but, um, yeah. And I feel like, uh, 
I feel like Rob and Tom were like within six months of me, mm-hmm. like before me. And, but there were other people who came and went before me. Mm-hmm. Like there was a designer uh, who came and went before me. Um, but I won't talk to you about yes. his work. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good, a good choice. <coughs> Um, so before, so I know recently you've been on more of like focusing on one project, but before that you were obviously on a lot. Is there mm-hmm. one that was your most memorable since you've been here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely the one we talk about a lot is, uh, John Hopkins, uh, computational cardiology. Um, so I'm going to talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a friend of mine, actually, um, a very good friend of mine works in that department and what they do basically is make, uh, they develop the technology to make computer models of hearts and, um, I think it's maybe called like a cell explorer or something. Like Mm -hmm. it's like a very detailed model of a heart. And they also, um, in addition to kind of like pushing the boundaries on that, um, doctors will scan their patients' hearts and send them that information so that they can make a model of that heart. And then that computer model can be examined instead of like uh, taking the heart outside of the person's body, which is bad for them. And so uh, a very good friend of mine works there. And through him, I became um, uh, friends with the person who, like, runs the department. And they, I I think they must have came to me. I don't really remember how the initial conversation happened. But, yeah, they must have came to me and said, we're looking for some design work. And it was a little bit of an unusual job because uh, science departments I, I mean I guess this is is this is probably like a common conflict of interest for a lot of people but I think especially for departments where like the goal of what they do is like to save lives for them to try to to set aside a big part of their budget for like design is like a tough call for them yeah yeah I can imagine yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they um they uh, came to us with a budget that didn't allow for like, we're gonna come up with a visual identity for you. We're going to implement that on a round of designs and we're going to build a website for you. So the, the first reason that project was interesting was that we had to be really creative about how to um, uh, work within their budget and still meet their needs. And so we wound up just giving them a one week sprint and we really focused on frequent check-ins with them. And we also did a good amount of work on making sure we were aligned before that sprint even happened. You know, I I went on site, uh, talked to them about expectations, learned about them, And it certainly didn't hurt that I knew them already. Um, And so in that one week sprint, 
we actually were able to um, come up with a visual identity, um, do a, a set of designs for their site um, for around four pages, I think, and also design a logo. Um, wow. and I, and I did a bunch of illustration work for it too. Um, so it was like the designer at the time and I were just cranking all day. I was just firing out illustrations and sending them to him and he was figuring out how to incorporate them into the, into the stuff that he was doing. Um, the client had expressed that they were like, they, she said, <laughs> She said if she wasn't in science, she would be like in fashion. And that's like super yeah. clear uh, 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 looking at her. And um, so we had like all these bright colors and, and that kind of opened the door for us to like do illustration in there. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it, it came out really well. It's, it's one of the things I'm happiest about for sure. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So obviously illustration has come up a lot with uh -huh. work that you've done here. And I know that you do a lot of it on the side yeah so why don't you talk about that a little bit illustration yeah illustration um i i'm trying to figure out like a point of entry here um i do comics outside of work and i incorporate computers into the process as little as possible because i do enough of that here so it's all pencil and ink on paper mm. and for years I did a lot of um, collaborations because when you do a comic all by yourself it's not thrilling <laughs> to do <laughs> um, I'm uh, this is kind of this is kind of a common thing with a lot of comic book artists where they'll say that like they don't like making comics, but they like having made comics, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the process is not like sometimes you're just sitting at a table and it's like sunny outside and you see people like, yep. you know, playing ball in the park or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> why am I doing? Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, so I did a lot of collaborations for many years and just uh, within the last year or two, I started focusing back on stuff that's like just me, like just the stories that I want to tell. And those are like, um, uh, horrible, upsetting, miserable stories, <laughs> <laughs> uh, horror stuff. Um, and I've definitely found that a lot of the work that I do there ends up finding a place here. Like the, the Yetis have a lot of hand-drawn elements. Those, those are really kind of like incorporating that stuff that I do with the the much cleaner, um, uh, not more streamlined, but uh, yeah, just much more cleaner stuff here. So like a lot of the Yetis are just like computer generated lines that are like super straight and clean and they're kind of combined with these like hand-drawn elements. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, yeah, like that that stuff that I did for Hopkins, those pencil drawings of hearts, like that's that had then have like the gradient color applied to those pencil mm -hmm. drawings like that's not something that I would have figured out to do here if I hadn't already figured out how to do it yep. for comics um so yeah that's pretty interesting so it kind of keeps I mean it's a nice way to keep 
your creativity flowing yeah. on the outside yes. and kind of fill, people like to say, fill that bucket, uh-huh. you know, fill that creativity <laughs> bucket of your life. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't say I say it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, um, kind of like, well, let's see. You did just get back from Design for Drupal. I did. What is Design for Drupal? Oh. I would say um, for other people, but I also don't really know. Yeah. I went to one once, but. Oh, you did? When? I did. Uh, when I was at Common Media. Okay. Um, so 2015. Okay. And it was at the WeWork before General Assembly left that place on like, it was like Common Ave or something. It was there like last year at the WeWork space. I wonder if I never, I wonder if I only went to ones after that or if I just completely forgot what you were talking about. Nolan was there. Nolan was there? Yep. Well, then I must have been there too. Yeah. He wouldn't go there. Yeah. Yeah, he would not go on their (laughs) own. No, yeah, oh, I okay. um, I went there, but we, I think. Do you think time. I met you? Do yeah. you know Nolan? I did. Oh yeah, because I, oh. I, mean, I worked with him at Brigade, and I worked with Kyle, and then so yeah. I was like, so we went together. So he almost certainly introduced me. To Absolutely. You. Yeah. Well, because that's where I met Kelly. I think like officially. Because <laughs> mm, I think yeah, I had okay. maybe met him at. I almost feel like he came to one of Common Media's like. Yeah. Barbecues or something. Yeah. And I met him there. Um, but yeah, it was. It was kind of like a whirlwind because mm-hmm. I think we went there, stayed at an Airbnb. I think we literally only went to, it was like a intro to user experience, like <laughs> seminar kind of, but it was very like those. Um, was it, it was like hours, like it wasn't like a one, Oh yeah, it was like a session. whole day. Yeah, 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 it was like a track or something. Yeah. yeah, and it was very much, I think at the time I was coming from like freelance design you know, transitioning from Brigade to Common. Uh-huh. And I was full-on designer there. And mm-hmm. they, I think we wanted to be like user experience design. But at the time, it was very much like the persona thing. And it was really interesting to learn about. But I remember being like, we don't do any of this, you know. <laughs> so it was helpful. But I remember being kind of bummed because I was like, this is all great. But like, what about actual web design? And I think that was like the year, I feel like that was when it was really murky of like user experience Mm -hmm. and user experience design. Yeah. I mean, they always will be because there's so much overlap. Yeah. But I think it was even more confusing then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we went to that, but for people who don't know what it is. Uh, uh, Design for Drupal is a, I would say a, a design-focused Drupal conference. Um, I think it would probably be more aptly named Drupal for Design. Yep. Uh, most most of the people there, if not like everyone, it's not everyone, but it's most of the people there are people who work in Drupal, and the purpose of them being there is to figure out how to incorporate design into their sites better that's not exactly the right phrasing but um but yeah just how to how to how to uh implement design work onto drupal sites mm-hmm. um now this might seem really basic uh-huh. but i'm gonna I've... walk right out of here if it is <laughs> <laughs> close up shop now done close it down 
uh, episode two, uh, almost <laughs> finished. Um, no, but I guess I'm not going to say what is Drupal, but I want to uh-huh. say in a no, way you that, say that. That's fine. <laughs> I want to say in a way because clearly there's a really tiny Drupal community. Yes. And more than a lot of other, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, mm-hmm. content management systems. Yep. So I guess in like a really, someone who is not in the industry, mm-hmm. what is it, especially as it pertains to like the community that it's part of? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm also outside of it, um, but I've worked at a place that does a whole lot of it for many years. So I would say that it's a... Uh, uh, content management system or CMS uh, and that is just a way to a way for uh, site admin to enter content and then for it to be displayed as a website so like a blog is like a really obvious example of that someone would like uh-huh. uh, enter their the content for their blog post into Drupal and then Drupal would display it as a part of the website um, and Drupal is open source, which means that, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> I think it just means, I mean, this is I'm, hilarious. Like, uh, I, I wish <laughs> Kelly would just, like, I imagine Kelly's head just, like, popping out. Over the yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's basically that it's not really owned by one entity, right? People, like, well, developers that's, can That's what I was going to say, but. Um, community driven? That's what I was going to say, but I think someone does own it. I think I think what it means is like anyone can work on it. Yes. And okay. maybe that ownership is doesn't exactly take the form of like we're the company that owns this thing, but it's a little more of like a nonprofit type thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that Neither makes sense. of us knows. No, is it's the- fine. <laughs> when I eventually have uh, you know. Mm-hmm. My uh, other guest that we'll have on here, <laughs> they'll be like, uh, I just want to fact check uh, episode two. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, but what is important is the concept of openness and that it's open for anyone to contribute to. And that is um, what has created the, the community that surrounds it, where everyone uh, can has the option at least to feel like they're part of the creation and steering of where this thing goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, design for Drupal, mm-hmm. you were saying, Drupal for design. Yes. It's really just a way almost to bring in, probably because the openness, it, it usually leans towards developers, obviously, for Drupal. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to incorporate, you know, the design community, which obviously, right. I mean, as a designer who has worked for, worked on other, like I think I had to design something for Ruby on Rails <laughs> and I had to design something obviously for WordPress. Um, yeah. I do find Drupal from a totally like layperson design perspective. Mm-hmm. It is a, a pretty user friendly, just as far as like even on our website, mm-hmm. the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's a neat place to see like design popping up more. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah. you know, that will continue. I mean, it was 10 years this year, right? Yeah, it was a 10, ten year anniversary. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So you had a talk. What did you talk about? Yeah. So it's funny, actually, in light of what you just said, because we talked about um, how we, the work that we did theming the admin site for mass.gov and a lot of that uh conceptually the talk was uh talked a lot about how 
it's not user friendly. <laughs> um, one thing that one thing that Kelly says a lot is that uh, lots of times people take a look at it and they're like, "Why aren't we using WordPress? Because it's so much the back end is so much easier to use." Um, but yeah, we had uh, we had to talk about that. Um, it started out uh, well, so like. Kelly spoke first, and he talked about a certain method of working. Uh, he was talking about kind of using uh, feedback loop type methodology to get closer to your customers, to make your product more usable, and to make sure that you're listening to and responding to their needs and feedback. And then we kind of used the mass of admin theme as an example of doing that. Um, and so one of their, something that the content authors at mass.gov really wanted, of which there are thousands um, of, you know, like uh, uh, people who work in like uh, hunting license, like places, wherever you go to get one of those, yeah. like all, all, all types of different things. Um, they wanted it to be easier to use because even though it has like a, a visual interface, they were having to rely on technical people to enter and edit that content. So um, the first step that we are taking in helping to address that is theming it. Um, and Which theming? Making it look good. Making it look good, yeah. Making Applying good. like some <laughs> visual design yeah, to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, uh, and the reason for that, um, you know, one of them is to make it engaging and pleasant to work in, which does heighten usability. You know, it almost seems like mm -hmm. it might be kind of frivolous or something, but um, it really does like, like if something is pleasant to look at, and um, it just makes it so much easier to use it. Well, and like you're saying, for people who are, you know, like some random person who's working in a field office and has to go mm -hmm. on and like edit something quickly, yep. you need it to be like very, you know, look nice mm -hmm. and they want to use it. So it's very clear, like this is where you edit, this is where you save. Well, yeah, and that's, that's the other thing we kind of focused on this time is that because the admin theme or the admin site uses a lot of modules. They are all like styled differently, a lot of them. And even without that, it's not always clear where like, if you're creating a piece of content, one set of fields ends and the next one begins. So we really focused on like visual hierarchy and using like dividing lines and spacing to tell users like um, uh, where where certain areas started and ended and what their relationship is to each other and stuff like that. So I talked about that and then Jamie talked about um, the challenges of actually theming it, of applying that design to the look of the site because it's not set up to do that. Um, they definitely have focused on making Drupal sites themselves themable, but the admin site they haven't. So he, he's had to uh, work really hard just to do it at all. Um, and that's what our talk was about. Uh, Kelly has done a lot of these. He's very good. Uh, Jamie um, used to be a teacher and is very good at talking. Oh, well, yeah. So he totally killed it. Uh, was really funny making jokes, just like talking about natural, whatever. Natural, yeah. Yeah, total natural. 
Me, uh, awful, really bad. <laughs> you go, I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, uh, you, I think, have said that you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. I do not, but there are a few clips that are, like, very dear to me, uh-huh. and you have a look on your face like you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> Um, the, so do the, the so he's like doing the pol- doing the political video. Oh no, when not oh, even. Oh, when he's running for office, you no. have to, that's exactly what I think of because Charlie writes a writes a script for him oh, for Dennis. Yeah. No, I was uh, the one that I was thinking of was uh, I think it's D. The yep. character is D. Yeah, she does uh, stand up comedy. Yeah, and she's just like dry heaving through like <laughs> all these eh. awful jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Because she gets so nervous on stage. Yeah, no, as soon as the talk ended, that just shot right into my head. (laughs) And I was like, because I I really, to be honest, I, and I asked Kelly if he could tell, and he was like, yes. Uh, I came really <laughs> close. Thanks, pal. Yeah, no, I, I no, should know. No, it's true. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, it's uh, hard. I came close to like flaming out a couple times in the beginning where I just was like, because I can only read. I can only read. So I like wrote it out and then yep. I stood up there and I read it. And there were a couple times where I was like, I don't know what words are. Yeah. I don't know how to, I don't yeah. know how to read You're this. You're like Homer, the Homer gif backing into the bushes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I And I think. I, you know, I'm sure that if I did it more, I would be better at mm-hmm. it. This is like the second time I've done it, and the last time was like two or three years ago. See, that's not a lot, and I think it definitely is something that you have to do a lot. I yeah. hate public speaking. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I get very hot. I make weird jokes. Yeah. I just get, I don't know. It's not good. <laughs> to be fair, though, I don't think I've ever really like spoken in I tend to do better if it's something I'm very comfortable about. Uh-huh. Like when I, because I was a project manager, and I always, until I got the brigade job, like the, the design agency project uh-huh. management, I always was just applying for like admin jobs. And I always kind of felt like I was lying about mm-hmm. what I was. You're like, I really care about uh, organizing files. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm really good about uh, scanning documents. And you're like, yeah. I hate I hate this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to be an admin. And so I was always very nervous in interviews. Mm-hmm. And then when I was, you know, realized my passion was design mm-hmm. and I started like interviewing for design roles, I was very confident and like, I love design. I live and breathe it. This is like everything I love in life. Yeah. I love making things look better. Uh-huh. I love learning new things. And it was true. So uh-huh. I feel like that came off. So mm-hmm. I haven't, I've never spoken about design, but mm-hmm. I like, Say if I were to randomly have to talk about a random topic, I would probably be very awkward. <laughs> right. But I think if I were to speak about design, yeah. I would feel a little bit better about it. Yeah. I haven't tried it. Not Ke- me. Kelly, ignore this part of the podcast. Because <laughs> I have no intention of doing it anytime soon. Anytime soon. Maybe no, he's, eventually. He's going to jump right on that. Oh, yeah. He's going to yeah, be like, he, oh, wait, what? Uh, mark it down at a... Oh, you want to... Do you want to go to Boise, Idaho? There's a Drupal conference. <laughs> I think it would be really great if you could And I go, what at. is... Yeah. Like, don't listen to that part of the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah no. Uh, what you're saying makes sense, but that did not help for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and I... But I... So, you can probably tell from my story about getting hired here that... I'm trying to find a good way to put this (laughs) (laughs) i mean like web design i i love doing it and i'm good at it 
but it's not the thing that I like wake up in the morning like yeah. I gotta I gotta do this, you know. I gotta go design that web. But the the I do so yeah, so that's one of the reasons that I always felt like I don't know about like speaking at a conference because I don't have that like internal thing driving me to be able to talk about it. Um, but the thing that I have felt that way about is pattern libraries. Um, I think that um, organizing and structuring things is something that I think I have um, that I'm able to contribute to. Um, and that is what I was talking about at, during this talk, but yeah, it didn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, the more you do, I guess, right? Yeah. Cause maybe. you'll do more. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, do you think in a way, um, how do I put this? <laughs> I feel like, I know it's very serious. <laughs> no, but I'm, you know, kind of thinking about a way to talk about the future of the industry a little bit. Okay. Because I feel like it's an interesting situation where you have people who don't really fully grasp, which is why they hire companies like us, mm -hmm. fully grasp what they even need, you know, for whatever problems they're facing at the company uh -huh. um, or personally, which is having, if they were looking to build a website, a lot of people are like, just use Squarespace, just use Wix. Sure. And... But they don't, you know, understand, especially for larger scale or complex, like really complex sites with databases and security involved. Like you mm -hmm. can't just that's that's why people build sites on Drupal yep. and things like that. Do you think that um, that would almost be a strategy moving forward with theming the app? I think why people love those sites is because they're so easy to build mm -hmm. themselves and for like sure. go and edit, and you can hover over something and just edit it. And I almost think, do you think that would, might be a way to approach websites in the future instead of theming, like almost theming the admin side from the get-go? I do think that, you know, everything is always getting streamlined and, um, like, packaged in a way, hmm... Uh, what am I trying to say here? I think that like, I know, I know Kelly has like a word for this that he uses all the time that I, that I'm blanking on right now, but I think, yeah, like as it becomes easier for people to make, and this is something that we dealt with like years ago when our clients used to be, when we were still going after like local restaurants basically. Mm -hmm. And, and we were like we just kind of came to this realization that like we can't sell ourselves to them because we're not their best option. Yeah. And because those other things work totally great for them and, and, uh, are, you know, cost like $5 a month or like whatever. Um, and so we've always been figuring out how to keep ourselves relevant and stay ahead of that type of stuff. And I do think that as, it becomes easier and easier for people to make a very nice looking and usable site that um, a lot of our focus is turning toward usability. Um, and maybe usability on the back end too, which I hadn't really thought about in terms of like this context, but I do think makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, like like you know, a lot of the conversations that you and I have about have are about like uh, uh, user interaction and stuff like that, um, and that's not something that you can package up quite the same way. Um, so, yeah, I guess my answer is yes. <laughs> nice. Cool. Well, thank you for being on episode two yeah. of Yeti Village. You're welcome. Um, it would have been funny if I had said no, right? It would have been hilarious. <laughs>